I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Ladies and gents, episode 81 of the Change My Mind podcast, part of the hashtag Dorkshare Gooniverse, along with Geeks Worldwide Radio and Midnight.fm. We are, of course, the People's Podcast, and we are the uh, prettiest podcast of the hashtag Dorkshare Gooniverse. And starting today, we are the official podcast of Bumblebee Tuna. Nice little sponsorship our way. I, of course, am Wesley Sykes and through... The other side of the ether is the demon bear to my smiley man, huh? Okay. Uh, Mr. Mr. McFryer. Look at you, Batten. We talked about it last week, how you were hitting 667, which is a great percentage unless you're talking about grades in school. And then you go and come out and bat 1,000. I'm proud of you. Boom, baby. From the left side. Yeah. Good stuff. I am very excited for our main topic today. Yes, and of course, we're, we're going to be discussing uh, the latest movie to hit theaters, uh, oh. probably the first, first one, or was Tenet. I think Tenet was officially the first one, but the first in-theater movie that we've been discussing uh, in like six months, I think, mm-hmm. uh, New Mutants. Yeah. And, and maybe Nick will uh, give us an experience and remind us what an actual movie theater is, because some of us may have forgotten in this time. But before we get all to that, I have... Uh, maybe just a, a, a few minutes, uh, we can take the floor here and, and share some thoughts about the news over the weekend of, uh, you know, Mr. Chadwick Boseman uh, passing away from, from stage four colon cancer. Of course, yeah. uh, Black Panther, uh, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, right? Uh, who who was the uh, Vontae Mack from Draft Day? Yeah, that's uh, right. You know, that was a, yeah. so many memorable characters. Uh, but uh, and obviously, uh, Black Panther was among them. But, um, you know, definitely a... a, a crushing blow you know big news when it kind of came out um yeah i think everybody was kind of floored when that came out it was a late saturday night yeah uh, but just i i thought it was incredible to the fact that he went through all of this like he was diagnosed i believe in 2018 uh maybe maybe it was 2016 16 as soon as he signed on to be black panthers essentially right when he like first appeared in civil war yeah. and to see that progression that strength that he exuded through all of that and like you know playing up the role outside of, uh, you know, the cameras in Hollywood and everything and what that meant to uh, so many people and, and different communities visiting sick kids in the hospital was something the guy shared on Twitter and to, to do all that and have that strength like that. That's like real life superhero stuff, I think. And uh, yeah. it, it's inspiring. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, Friday night when I see it on my phone, I see a couple of tweets fly out people retweeting the, the tweet that he's passed. And I was just, disbelief how do you Chadwick Boseman is an amazing icon in in the black community and I think all around he's just he is an amazing catalog I mean you rattled off who he's played before and it's like I look at him and it's like oh he's played the you know the fictional Black Panther that's the the fictional character that's who we know him as obviously he's Mm -hmm. become a hero outside of that but he has played some some significant individuals in that community too I mean and and the Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall one I had forgotten about, but J- is it James Brown, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Played I, him as well. Right. It's like oh, all these – one after another, it's like it's, this, it's the same guy over and over. And that's obviously a testament to, to how he goes about his job. But to see him emerge as uh, King, Ch- King T'Challa in real life, 
where we've talked about Chris Evans before, right? How he was concerned about taking on a major role mm-hmm. in being cast or seen as just that one individual. While we saw Chadwick Boseman kind of turn into Black Panther in real life, he was all these other characters too, and he embraced that other role. Yeah, maybe he got tired of doing the Wakanda Forever sign once in a while, yeah. but outside of that, he he just he wore it with a. I mean, the, I don't know. Badge of honor is not even fair. Like it, it's a huge honor, and he wore it proudly. I mean, even the NBA, right? The, the slam dunk contest. They got got right. Victor Oladipo wearing the mask. They they all loved it, and and it's just. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I yeah, I didn't think about so that. much, so much with him, and he was awesome. He was he was great. I mean, he he, it's just unbelievable. It still it still doesn't feel real in all of this. I'm, bl- yeah. I'm still blown away. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought ABC did kind of a cool thing uh, last night on Sunday. Um, you know, airing Black Panther in its entirety. I believe it was no uh, you know no commercial breaks or anything. And I I saw some of those numbers. I think they pulled in like four million viewers. Um, you know, that was something I wanted to watch got back a little too late from uh from a dinner but that was something i, I definitely wanted to see and I, i'm gonna be going back and re-watching that movie uh because it's been a while actually since i've, since I've actually yeah. you know, sit down and watch it in its entirety so uh definitely sad news but uh we're, we're gonna be uh marching forward here and again we're gonna be discussing new mutants so that that'll be a little bit exciting mm-hmm. uh news here as we transition but before we get all to that um some other news uh some other events that occurred on sunday other than the black panther uh, you know, on commercial free airing uh, with the MTV VMAs. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick, are you a fan of the VMAs? Did you grow up watching this? Were you excited when this came out? I really wasn't even allowed to watch MTV as a kid. I felt like, I think it just because, really? I, yeah, I, I think it was, or maybe it was just one of those stations. I just didn't Actually, watch. I, I always watch that. cartoons. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely makes sense. Definitely on brand for me. I don't know. Yeah. So, because there's a lot of smut, you know, there's a lot of memorable moments. Of course, you got you got the Christina Aguilera, uh, Madonna, Britney Spears triple kiss. You know, I believe you have Tom Morello uh, who uh, ran up on stage during one award, or, or someone during Rage Against the Machine was accepting an award, and like this crazy, crazy stuff always happens. Uh, so a little different this year. It was all remote. It was all done at different stages throughout the course of uh, throughout like New York City. And I thought this was great because usually it's tailored to the live audience. You have a live crowd there while it's also uh, made for TV. This was exclusively made for TV. So you had a great opening performances from the weekend who did blinding lights from like a New York City rooftop. Uh, Doja Cat kind of looked like this like sexy alien from another planet type thing going on. So uh, Lady Gaga, of course, and, and BTS. I don't know if you're, you're a K-pop guy. K-pop, nope. I'm, I'm kind of new to this K-pop craze. Actually, it's, it's kind of catchy. Um, so I, I thought those were kind of cool. Um, downsides, no red carpet, no crazy live moments, like I said. Um, it was hosted by Kiki Palmer. Have you ever heard of her? I, 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 no. Really. So that's this the is all French thing, to me. Is that like, even like, I think I'm kind of hip to the groove thing, so to speak. Mm. Uh, but even then, I'm not, like some things, like I'm just not, I don't know what's going on. Right. Um, so, so some big winners video of the year of the weekend blinding lights so, you know you know that song nick nope this is going to be the game where i ask you if you know this song and then it's quickly going to be no this is what this is what the comic book minute feels like for you doesn't it yeah yeah it does actually yeah okay yeah. this, this, yeah. this is fair uh song of the year lady gaga <laughs> and ariana grande uh rain on me no nope Okay, now now you're just like playing this up. You, you no, I'm not. I haven't. I don't know that song. I've, I no. I know WAP. Okay, well, well, WAP was up for an award actually. Song of the Summer. 
Uh, and the nominees include this is kind of where our uh, Dorkshire Gooniverse partners, uh, the pop culture pile driver, Billy Dean, Jason Rossi. Uh, I would love to hear them weigh in on this at some point. But the huh. songs of the summer uh, nominees included Cardi B and Megan The Stallion for WAP, uh, Doja Cat for Say So, uh, Dua Lipa. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Break My Heart. That's actually a very catchy song as I just butcher her name. Uh, Megan The Stallion again, Savage Remix with Beyonce. Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar, and then The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. So those were all the nominees for the Song of Summer. Do you know any of those? don't know a single one of those songs, and I can so, say I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, other than WAP. WAP, right. So the winner, you know Savage. Nope, don't know Savage I'm either. Savage. Nope. Savage. Maybe if I heard it, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely yeah. don't know by oh, name. Maybe. Oh, come on, Nick. Oh, how old are you? Dude, I listen to country music where I listen to our podcasts. That's well, it's what pop, I listen it's to. pop culture, though. Or you rock. Know, I've actually you know, I've been a big ACDC kick lately. That's what I've been listening to a lot. Good, Good for you. Yeah, that's great. When are they going on tour? <laughs> I feel like this has been a this this time has been a huge resurgence for you with your music. I know you care about music, you always have, mm -hmm. but but Billy D has given you new life because you two have like the same exact taste in music. And well, Mac is right same, along. But we're, we're similar. There's a Venn diagram where we cross over. I feel like. right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I I would say his uh, music knowledge probably far outweighs mine. Uh, okay. But in my little corner of the rap sphere, I feel like I can hold my own in the rap game with. Uh, almost anyone, you know. I'll throw my catalog up to anybody. Of course, I don't. I don't question that. What with any other awards that uh, are worth highlighting? I uh, know that was it. But the song of the summer was actually Black Pink. Uh, how you like that? And uh -huh. I never heard of it. again another K-pop band. It's a girl K-pop band, unlike BTS. And it's actually pretty pretty good. Like I I kind of like I was kind of like weird about it, but by the end of it, I was like, no, I get it. But I just literally never heard that song before. I had to go and go and listen to it. Got it. Okay, I'll have to. Um, I'll try. I'll look up that one at least because I, I K-pop. Maybe I've heard it before, but again, this is it's like Korean a, pop music. It's a Korean boy band and girl band. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right. I I don't know if I, I never knowingly listened to that. I can tell you. No, that. you know, it's something. Uh, you know, I, I believe all the kids. I believe it's a big TikTok thing. You know, I, I could be wrong. Uh, oh, then I'd probably have. I probably have. I think, I think that that's where a lot of that music gets played. I believe Doja Cat, how she got famous, was uh, through TikTok. Talk. Honest to God, I really do wonder sometimes if like our parents thought we were that weird as like I think the kids now are because it's, it's some of the things. Man, you're, I don't get. You're it. not that much older than them, you know. Like I feel like the I know your parents and then you and these kids now isn't that much, and, and and you're talking like it is. I know it feels like it is. It honestly does. The technology well, just changes you so much. Speaking of which, I think we're doing this wrong as a live stream between Facebook Live and YouTube. I think we should be live streaming in segments to TikTok. And then maybe we can just kind of be like moving our hands around and doing, yeah. the dance, like doing it. Hey, you're, you're talking Chimes talk right now. He's all about us getting a TikTok for the Dorkshire. You know, if, if we want to pivot, you know, I was looking at numbers earlier today, you know, and there's certain mm. markets that I think we could do a little bit better in. Mm. Uh, and, and maybe that younger market, that younger demographic, we you know, would just start, uh, you know, wiggling our dicks on TikTok. Oh, oh, I think now you're talking about OnlyFans, which brings us to um, something else that you po pointed out to me. The, the, this Bella Thorne news, right? Yeah, so so Bella Thorne, who uh, I believe is like a, 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 little a, a little bit of a triple threat. You know, I think she's like a model, an actress, uh, maybe a singer. I'm not exactly sure, but she's a celebrity. She's famous, right? Right. Uh, she opened up an OnlyFans account 
Um, and pulled in like a million dollars on the first night or like in one weekend or something like this crazy amount of money. And apparently like didn't uh, necessarily follow through on the promises that were made, uh, so to speak. I, no, no, to that, I'm not exactly sure. I, I don't have an OnlyFans. This is just kind of what I've been reading up on. Right, of uh, course. I just want to backtrack and clarify that real quick. Uh, oh, but, but in the process, because this, uh, this scam kind of happened, uh, she screwed over all the other quote unquote sex workers on OnlyFans. And I think that's the preferred term. Uh, so now there's all these sort of restrictions and caps uh, that how many people can, how much money people can tip or how many people you can have at a certain stream at a given time um, to avoid this sort of like huge kind of stealing crowdsourcing sort of thing. And just got me thinking like celebrities got to ruin everything, you know, like we're in the middle they of a pandemic. They're not like they have money. They don't, she doesn't need a million dollars. Who wouldn't want it? But you know, she's probably not, uh, you know, hurting too bad for a penny or two these days. And right. all the people are trying to do go on only only fans, show some feet pics, you know, go to mukbang, maybe have a, uh, you know, chicken sandwich you eat where, where you get some, uh, you know, special sauce dripping down your shirt. I don't know how these things kind of work. Just to make a buck or two, you know, and, and then Bella Thorne comes in here on her high horse saying, I can do this too, and ruins it for everyone else. Yeah, you say you don't know how these things work, but it sure sounds like you have a decent idea of what the hell's going on. Well, you know, I've been considering uh, some only fan feet work here. Uh, yeah, I, oh. I think for people who might be interested in ingrown toenails, uh, in, in oh, dude, oh, come on, on uh, blisters on your running feet, um. <sighs> I think that's that's something I could I could do. Okay, Bella Thorne, you're an asshole, not because of what you did to the sex workers, but because you had to make give me that visual now from Wes. You asked me, okay? It's her fault. No, I blame it on Bella Thorne. It's not your fault. Yeah, you, that's, you true. Told that's fair. Okay, yes. I, I, I set you up for it, and you went through with it. But this wouldn't yeah. happen if Bella Thorne had just not been a jerk when it came down to it, because otherwise, we probably wouldn't have talked about it. Now, you brought up catalogs earlier. Mm, I did, mm -hmm. and there's this. Twitter debate, I guess you were telling me how there's been some stuff with, with, with actually rap artists debating catalogs and something came up with different actors. And this is from Titan, uh, excuse me, at Titan Batty on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And there's just a few comparisons, different actors. Um, do you want me to go run a few by you and see yeah, which one? Yeah, run them by me here and see what we got here. We're pairing okay, and, and there are some similarities with these characters, like for, or these actors, excuse me. So you have um, Leonardo DiCaprio versus Johnny Depp. Who are you taking in that one? Yeah, so this is a tough one. If I'm going catalog, you know, like Johnny Depp, uh, I think he's fallen off a little bit. It's 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 Leonardo DiCaprio by a long shot. He's a leading man through uh, you know multiple decades. I would say at this point, not that Johnny Depp isn't, but he's got his own issues right now with like you know what's her name, Amber Heard, Amber taking Heard, shits yeah. in beds and stuff, and like yeah. slugging him in the face. And they're they're apparently uh, have a very explosive relationship, and he's got okay. his own things. Give give me Leonardo DiCaprio, climate change, yacht rocking type of guy see i think dicaprio is a i think he's a better all-around actor because i think he i think he's a little more versatile than johnny depp i think johnny depp can take on a lot of roles but there's still still like i know i'm watching johnny depp as much as dicaprio is you know he's a good looking guy and everything i feel like i'm i'm watching a character every single time with him but i like i like that about depp and i think his highs are um are really high. I mean, I love Captain Jack Sparrow. Who doesn't love him, right? But I think you're right. Every yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow, you got like a uh, what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka style. Exactly. It's just strange. So at the end of it all, I still go with with the same pick as you. I'm going with Leonardo DiCaprio as much as I like Johnny Depp's highs a little bit more. All right. How about this one? Let's go with 
Kevin Hart or Seth Rogen? Now this is tough. So so really, I think objectively, or this just, is tough. Okay. Uh, I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan, so I go Seth Rogen. But Kevin Hart throws a lot of heat, and and I and I love Kevin Hart. And and if you want to throw in his uh, comedy specials on Netflix and everything, like that might tip the scale. But I'm a huge huge Seth Rogen fan. Okay, I'm going with Seth Rogen too. And I think if we're talking about movie catalogs, I'm. I don't think it's a contest. I think it's Seth Rogen by a mile. I think Kevin Hart's funny in Jumanji, and there are some. I haven't seen all of his shit, but I don't know. I don't feel like he's been that great in movies. Uh, I think he he made his career in the Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, you know, kind of pretty much stole that his like fifteen seconds. He comes in like you know a left handed specialist just gas three strikes in and out to get out of a jam that's it but you know like that, that's left handed specialist against an all, a perennial all-star what's that left-handed specialist against a perennial all-star yeah no i mean that that was him early on though that was his first shot and he's just to every movie i mean he's in he's in everything what he about what's it. the one with ice cube was that good it looked terrible uh was that like uh right along fight? oh right along yeah yeah i thought, th- I thought that what was about like, uh you, you like get hard don't you I like Get Hard. Yeah, that sucks. Movie. No, that movie well, sucks. I disagree. Hard to disagree. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do. Uh, let's do. A, there, now there are a lot here. You got Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler. You have Will Smith and Denzel Washington. Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie. Anne Hathaway and Amy Adams. Um, there are two more that I care about. There's Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Another one I like. But mm-hmm. this one I think is important for you, Wes. Mm. Chris Rock or this Dave is, Chappelle. This waste, no, this is a waste of time. It's Dave Chappelle, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, Chris yeah. Rock, I like, but that that was like a little bit older than me. I feel like you know I didn't really watch Saturday Night Live all that much to kind of like you know really enjoy him. I don't think he was really even on it all that long. Uh, but Dave Chappelle, hundred percent. So are we? So with those two, you're just you're counting their you're counting everything with those two. Guys. Yeah, but yeah. With Kevin everything Hart, that, that's been available for consumption. Okay, that do, that does make it a little bit less uh, obvious with Seth Rogen and Kevin Hart. Yeah, Actually, that's what, yeah, because like the comedy stuff puts him probably puts Kevin Hart over the top. Yeah, if yeah. Movie catalog, I mean, I love Seth Rogen. That's if if we're talking, the, if we're talking ju- like everything, then I'm going Kevin Hart over Seth Rogen. But but his movie stuff, other than Jumanji, really not a big fan of that. Now the, this one is important to me: Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock. But I think I'm gonna. I like Julia Roberts a lot. I love Mystic Pizza. Pretty Woman obviously is a classic. But I think I'm gonna go with Sandra Bullock. I don't know why, but I just. I, you know, I don't know if the heat gets a good rap, but I even enjoyed that one. Anything that she's yeah, in, pretty much. Alyssa McCarthy is that? Yes, and then the Oceans. It was Oceans Eight, right? Was uh, that the hot take? I really enjoy Oceans Eight. So did I. I really like that did. too. Yeah, really. Yes, good. I could believe her as as Danny Ocean's sister and everything. It was I. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. So I like Sandra Bullock. I like Julia Roberts too, but that's a so, tough decision for me. I'm a big Julia Roberts fan. She's uh, America's sweetheart also in the Ocean series, right? So this is uh, a nice gotcha. little tie in here. Right. Um, but you know, the the smile, ever the laugh, the giggle, you know. Uh, you got you got your pretty woman. You got your runaway bride uh, with Richard Gere. One of my think. What's the name? Is isn't it that Richard Gere? Yeah, know. isn't it? Isn't it runaway yeah, bride? Yeah, I think that's the sequel. I forget what the original's called. Uh, but but anyway, I I I, I would prefer Julia Roberts over Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock kind of gives off a steely, cold, kind of mean vibe, um, which I've kind of wavered on with with the uh, Ocean's Eight love. Uh, recently, but hmm. yeah, that's, I've kind of felt that way for a long time. Okay. 
Okay. I just I I, I don't think there's a, is Runway Bride is supposed to be a sequel to Pretty Woman? Is that like the idea? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Okay. But but either way, I I I love them both. But um, oh, you know that's what I was gonna say. The uh, Ocean's movies for sequel prequel. That's something we could do at some point too with eleven and uh, twelve. Probably oh, not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can do 11, 12, or thirteen. I enjoy thirteen. I like twelve and thirteen better than eleven. That's just me. Oh, uh, okay. I generally like sequels more than that. You know, like twelve is probably the best of the bunch. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch all of those. I think I have I, access to all. And I'm gonna go hot take here: 12, 13, 8, 11. That's really. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I okay. Mm. Well, maybe because it's all the setup and everything for Eleven, I could see how you'd feel. Okay, I see you could feel differently. Maybe, but I, yeah, I, I, I it's close. They're all great movies. I enjoy. Those them. are awesome movies. Those are movies like that is the perfect. The, you don't see. I feel like it's tough to see a movie that's come out of nowhere, right? There's no book or anything that led up to those movies, right? Uh, random no, remake. It's uh, the the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra. Uh, okay, they, and that's right. That's what it is. That's why they did. Okay, that's why they did so well. Okay. Anyways, uh, that brings us over to the comic book minute. There are a few first issues coming out this week. Image Comics has Inkblot One, which I I just came across. As I don't know much about it, but I know you know first issues. People are always looking for that. I know Doc always looks for those with Boom Studios. Uh, Marvel has two big first issues coming out this week. There's a new Black Widow series starting, written by Kelly Thompson. I really enjoyed her work with Gambit and Rogue. Whether it was Rogue and the, the title was Rogue and Gambit, and then Mr. and Mrs. X once they got married. Thought she did a great job with all that. I'm sure she'll do well with Black Widow. Then we have Marvel Zombies Resurrection 1. Now, I read Marvel Zombies where Punisher kills everybody. I think I don't remember exactly how it's titled. That stuff's pretty good. It's And it makes sense to have that going on right now when you have Marvel – I mean uh, Deceased, which I know you love, the, at least the name of it. Um, the idea. The, the idea. Yes. Yeah. The third issue of that is coming out this week. But Deceased was kind of a response, a really late response to the Marvel Zombies, I believe. And you have Deceased 3 this week, and then you have a new John Constantine book. This oh. is a uh, black label three-issue uh, miniseries, but of course these books are a little bit longer than the normal 21 to 23-page books. Hellblazer, Rise and Fall, that, just like Deceased, is also written by Tom Taylor, who's friggin' outstanding. So I, And I've already read this, this new Constantine book. Awesome. Okay. Highly recommend it for everybody. And um, keep your eyes peeled for TLDR this week. Of course, we have it now on our channel, yes. which I think is a real nice addition. Yeah. Real nice addition. What do we got coming up this week? Can you give us uh, maybe a little tease, a little hand Jock, here, a little taste? Doc has been doing a lot of indie books, and uh, I've done a, I've done one at least throughout all this. I'm going to be doing an indie book this week, and he will actually flip around and do one of the big two. I can't remember if he's doing Marvel or DC, but I believe he's yeah. going to do one of those. We're not doing Black Panther. Neither of us have read, really read any Black Panther, so it would have been nice to have that uh, for this week. But well, maybe a little homework assignment for the future, then. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we're all going back to school in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, we always we're always taking recommendations. If people have stuff that they want to they want to know more about, not want to know it's worth their time, by all means, just you know, let us know. You can add us um, on Twitter or you know, at Change My Mind because it's all part of the same family. Hashtag Dork Shared Universe. And speaking of which. Just a reminder, you guys can find Change My Mind, uh, uh, hashtag Dork Shared Universe, hashtag Dork, and um, 
Mac and Goo merch all mm -hmm. on T Public. No PCP. I don't know what the hell that's about, but you can find all that there. I don't think there's an ongoing deal right now, but we we got our logos up there where Wes and I are working on some ideas. And of course, Mac and Goo always got shit coming out. Same with Content Factory over there. Yeah, in any way, shape, or form. But, <laughs> anyways, I think now it's time, Wes, for our main topic. All right, tag me back in. Let's go into the main event right here. Uh, and, of course, it's 2020's latest movie. This uh, probably up for Best Picture, maybe by default. Who knows? Uh, New, New Mutants. Yep. All right. Yes. Five, <laughs> five young mutants just discovering their abilities with hel while held in a secret facility against their will fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. Ooh. Who's it written and directed by, Wes? Written and directed by Josh Boone, who, of course, when you think horror, you think The Fault in Our Stars, uh, which course. he has, of course, previously famously uh, directed. Uh, this movie is starring Maisie Williams as Rain Sinclair, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Elana Rasputin, Charlie Heaton as Sam Guthrie, uh, Alicia Braga as Dr. Celia Reyes, uh, Blue Hunt as Danny Moonstar and Henry Zaga as Roberto DaCosta. And on IMDb, it is currently at a 5.8 out of 10 critic audience. And again, I don't know why we use this, but whatever for Rotten Tomato, 32.53 with a critic's consensus of rendering a list of potentially explosive ingredients, mostly inert. The New Mutants is a franchise spinoff that's less than the sum of its super-powered parts. Yikes. What do you give for a score, Wes? Yeah, so uh, my overall score will go into my tweet length uh, review, maybe some opening thoughts here. But, you know, like much like I, I'm kind of in agreement with this con uh, critic consensus here. I'm, I'm going with Chalk. I'm going with The Sheep. Uh, but much like the movie, uh, this this much like The Mutants, I should say, this movie's self-enclosed with a niche theme. And I, I think that's, I, I kind of like that idea. There is maybe eight or nine characters in total in this movie. Uh, you know, six that matter really. Uh, but, but I think even with that, such a, a small narrow focus, it still falls flat. Um, appears disjointed. I had a tough time uh, following along with the storylines for, uh, you know, different reasons, which we'll get into. Uh, but I, I also just didn't care enough about these characters to, really uh have the any sort of special effects or big fight at the end scene kind of like over overcompensate for that so uh with all that said 58 out of our 100 in our very complex scoring system yeah extremely complicated i went 10 points higher than you this is the first time we've had i think a significant gap yeah, like this big, yeah i originally coming out of it i had it at a 70 then i bu bumped it down to a 68 because when i look at this movie Whenever we're talking about our, our, our gradings, 70 to 80, maybe 83 for me is like extremely rewatchable because it's good, but it's not that great. So I don't feel like I have to, I don't have to watch it from start to finish. I can, I can just, uh, you know, pick it up at a random point and it's fun. I know what's going on, whatever. And I just want to enjoy the experience. If yeah. it's, 
maybe it's up to like 84 because 85 and above, those are really good kick-ass movies. I don't want to, you know, maybe I'll, I'll jump in on certain spots, but generally speaking, I want to watch it from start to finish. I will make a point to sit down and watch it with the other ones. It's more like, ah, you know, on a whim, somebody says it or it pops up on TNT or something to that end. And okay, I'll pop it in. Like that's 70 to 84. But just below that at 68 to me, it's like, okay, it's fine, but it's definitely not this thing I'm going to go and search. And if it's on, it's like, eh, it de- it'll depend on the movie. Yeah, it's, it's an okay movie. It's an, exactly. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's an okay movie. I think so, succinctness, right? That's, that's what we're looking for here today. Right. Now for a, for, you know, like a tweet length review, I would say, give me more magic better than expected, but I think they could have done more if they focus on the right characters. Yeah, it, again, like this is like, you know, I always, you always compare these kind of like off the wall, off the beaten path um, group movies to Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's the gold standard with these type of movies. Uh, because again, like, we didn't care about those characters, but they made us very invested. And like, we didn't really know any of these characters or they're not really A A-list characters. And I still don't, I didn't care for them. So that was my big issue. Um Let's talk about the theater experience here, Nick, or, or the viewing experience, should I say. You went yes. to the theaters. Where'd you go? I did. Now, before we continue forward, we are actually – because we should have mentioned – we actually should have mentioned this beforehand. Normally, we are spoiler-filled. Spoiler-filled. Today, we will mark off when we have a – when we get into spoilers for you guys because, obviously, this is this is totally different. When I, For example, when I went to the theaters – now, I went at like 11 a.m. on Saturday – there was nobody there. I went with somebody, and then there were two other people in the theater. That's it. I went to the one in Fall River, which is usually has a decent amount of people. I saw Avengers Endgame there. You pick your seats? Yes, you pick your seats. Yeah. And it was – I think they only had – they only, they didn't have that many available. It might have been a dozen, and it's a pretty decent-sized theater. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they, they're definitely being very careful when it comes to this, but – I, I tell you what, I honestly missed it. I really miss being in theater. I missed the big screen, and I'm glad I saw it for this movie because I think it has an impact on with with the horror vibe and some of the shit that goes on. I think it has an impact on things a little bit. Yeah, um, I I agree because I did not go to the theaters. Um, oh, yeah, it's just more than time uh, time constraints more than anything this weekend. Uh, but anyway, so I I found it through other means. Uh, if you will um and, and it's and i i don't think i can do that anymore is, is what i'm coming down to it's like because you know you're watching a video of a video essentially um you know a video of a screen which is great mm-hmm. it usually works well for the price it's right and uh if it's a, a bright happy movie uh usually that's not an issue right uh if anything you know this happened to be very stable but this movie was so dark uh, the lighting was already, you know, is going to be screwed up anyway. So I think that ruined the CGI for me. And I'm just like, you know, I, I probably shouldn't do these movie reviews watching it off of a uh, uh, less than preferred means. Agreed. I agree. And you, you know what's funny, though, is when it comes to there are definitely a lot of dark movies or shows that we've seen, especially like the Marvel Netflix shows used to piss me off to no end. This has is dark, but I didn't find there were a lot of times where it's like, I can't see what the hell's going on. It doesn't happen as much in movies as it would in a show necessarily, but it, that I, it's just interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's just the, maybe the camera work that you're dealing with that I don't have to deal with wasn't quality or has, yeah, you know, I got, uh, I got Kramer there holding up the camera in the movie theater. Yes. It's a whole different team. You got well, multiple guys, multiple angles. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> but you know, and and before we move forward with a with another spoiler free uh, segment here, uh, do you think this movie, you know, because this has been a much maligned, much talked about movie, it's gone through multiple delays, it's kind of been dragged through, uh, you know, movie uh, Twitter, comic book Twitter, um, you know, and and kind of re really uh, looked down upon about it, right? Right. But there's still expectations, whether it's good or bad, coming into it, and I think if it's you come in with bad expectations, like. This just kind of fulfilled it. It's almost like confirmation bias. I think you're already going in thinking it's going to suck. Like, I I don't know. I I think this movie had a lot of uh, a big uphill battle to do well on top of the current right. uh, parameters it was going in. Right. I think our grades would have been. I don't know. I think our grades would have been impacted if this came out on time. And I, but I also wonder how the quality of what it would have been. I but I think. Considering all the shit that's gone on with this movie, I think it was better for me. It was better than expected in the end because it just it seemed like there was just they were not getting anything right throughout the course of any of it, and the the delays over and over. I thought it was going to be far worse. I think it was also it also helped them that there was a pandemic going on and there were not a lot of movies out. Now, will their their bottom dollar be impacted by that? Of course, they're going to lose a lot of money. Probably yeah. all like, you're probably not going to make the money back on this movie, but it will at least for the people who watch it be like, okay, you know, it was people go to pay for it. Okay, I mean, it's fine. Uh, yeah, no, nah, this is uh, this was a waste of time. Um, you know, just I, I wouldn't even recommend going watching this uh, in theaters. You know, I think I think I would go to Tenet over this if I was looking for a movie theater experience. Uh, but you know, wait the month or six weeks until it comes out on Disney Plus, and then go watch it there or whatever. Yeah, that, the, that was, right. If I if I have a score below a seventy, personally, I'm not. I I can't recommend it to most people. A seventy, yeah, you can have a, people's podcast. Right, a seventy, you can have fun with. A seventy, like now, don't get wrong. There are components of this movie that I like, and maybe we can get into some, or at least kind of get into some of that. This weird segment that you just made up. I don't know. Yeah, Can we'll you explain see. This, me? No. So this is uh, something I was just kind of toying around with. We'll see. Uh, it's called The Seven Deadly Sins of Cinema. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'll, I'll run through them. And there's a, a bunch of different things to kind of spoiler free talk about the movie in certain ways. Does that sound uh, something we could do? Yeah, it sounds. I, I mean, I like the name. It's it's, it's I don't catchy, know what right? It's kind of like alliterate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Alliteration. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, so number one, uh, the fun factor. Did you have fun in this movie? You know, where, yeah. Yeah. There were definitely points. That, there were definitely points where I had fun throughout this movie. I don't want to name specifics because I don't want to spoil anything. But definitely towards the end, I had fun. You had multiple, multiple fun factor moments. Yeah, I would say multiple. How about you? A uh, few, if any. Okay, few, if any. Ooh, small, that's, okay. quite small on the fun factor scale. Small. Okay. <laughs> All uh, right. factor. Did this movie leave you satisfied? Satisfactor, like S A T I S. Yes, satisfactor. S A T. Um, you know what's you know what? I was kind of satisfied. Like it's yeah, because I didn't think this was gonna be good at all. Was I thought this was a bad movie. You you said you wouldn't recommend it and you're saying you're satisfied. But I thought going into this, Wes, this was gonna be a, like a forty movie. Like not forty like not forty dogs, but like forty out of a hundred on our scale. You know what I mean? Okay, so like, you you walked out of the theaters, you're like, you know what, this was this was money well spent. Um if we weren't doing this on a podcast, you, you know what I mean? Like, 
You know, if we, dude, if I wasn't looking at it as critically, I would have been fine with it. I would have been like, okay, you know, it was good. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't crazy good. Yeah, You're I'm like, not like I, I don't. I wouldn't even bother to watch this because this has no connectivity, no connective tissue uh, to anything. Not to mm -hmm. the X Men, not to the MCU. Uh, mm -hmm. It's its own little bastard redheaded stepchild. Um, and and no, I'm not satisfied by this. I think even with the low expectations, this is what what did I just watch? You the know only what? thing that was satisfying that the runtime was like ninety three minutes. It was right. like you're in and out like that. You're, that's the only thing that's satisfying. I, I, I'll give you this: you've changed my mind because there are two characters who I think they didn't do they did a disservice to who weren't utilized enough that were actually pretty good by mm -hmm. and large. And they actually and there was a third one too who I wanted to see more of and we didn't get enough of. And and we'll get into that in spoilers more. But yes, you have changed my mind. I wasn't satisfied. It was fine, but I wasn't satisfied. Uh, how about Satisfactor, S-A-D? Did this movie make you sad at all? Um, No. I don't no. think I was ever sad. No. I was, I, I, no, I wasn't sad. What about you? I, I think there's certainly some heartfelt moments where you feel bad for the kids uh, who are in this insane asylum. Uh, certainly Danny uh, Moonstar and her father in the, in the early beginnings. But overall, I was just really sad that I wasted my time watching this movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> What's next? Uh, how about the? This is pretty good, by the way, right? This is. This uh, is yeah, this is great. I'm, it's got a great flow to it. I really enjoy it. It's a great idea by US. How about the barometer? Uh, you know, I love wordplay. Uh, so, bo barometer. Did this movie bore you at all? Did this tip the scale? I think there were a couple times that it ticked. Yeah, uh, there were there were a couple times. I think anytime Reyes is on screen, you're in you're kind of in danger of that. She has some good moments, but eh, by and large, I could have done without her character. Were so, yeah. you? Uh, were there more? Did did the barometer tick higher than there were fun factors? No, no, no. no See, the I ending was really fun for me. Moments. There's a lot of talk. There's not a lot of action, and I don't care about the talk. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, psych, you know psychological uh, what what am I saying uh, psychiatry therapy sessions. Um, mm -hmm. I'm like I, I can just kind of give or take. Um, moving on, the Aquator was this movie above or below Aquaman? So like, which one is it better than Aquaman or worse yeah. than Aquaman? Yeah, I would say it's worse than Aquaman. Hundred percent. Now, can you tell me what made you decide on Aquaman as well, I mean, I feel like this movie? That I mean, Aquaman. Let's let's face it; it's neither good nor bad. It's Mama Bear's porridge. It's just right in the middle. Okay. Uh, you know, it's milk toast. Okay. Hmm. White. Yeah, bread. I mean, that, I mean, that that's I'd say that's pretty fair because it's a fun movie, but it's not. You know, there's not a lot of substance to it as much as it's a wild it's ride. Like white people's potato salad. It's very under seasoned. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's actually a joke from that Keenan Thompson made. Uh, I think on Black Jeopardy from Saturday Night Live with uh, King T'Challa. Yes. Uh, I retweeted that. It was, I was going to say it's a good callback. I wasn't going to be so on the nose of the explanation, but. Well, yeah, you know. Like we are. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do it. What else? We got two more, I think. Yes. Two more. Pants Tent City, baby. Did you have any moments that made you uh, maybe get, get a couple nips hard or uh, maybe have to do a, a German tuck real quick? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that stuff ever happens to me in an actual movie, but I well, did. Historically speaking. There was. Okay, good. All right. At the end it of the movie. Cold, you can get cold nipples. Those theaters run cold. Well, I just don't know if we're dealing with all kids who are, you know, so. It's fact I'm, of life. I think there's one. There's there is an there is one instance where I got very excited in this movie. 
eh, it was a couple instances, but it was all centered around one character. I would say. Uh, I, I think we're in agreement there on that. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, one one moment, one moment, uh, maybe two, uh, but really one. Still centered around the same character. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Okay. Uh, Halloween. Will you interest in this movie, Halloween, or waver in any way? Oh my God, your wordplay makes it's me a horror sick movie. You know, sometimes. I mean, I don't know if it can get. Maybe. Maybe if I read up more on some of these characters, because I know I knew all of them coming in, but and I cared about a couple, uh, like three of them. Maybe if I even read even more, then it could wean because I might get more pissed off that they didn't, we didn't see enough of them, and it wasn't more about those characters. Yeah, I'll That's never about care it. this movie ever again. I'll give it one more solid watch just to kind of give the uh, visuals, uh, you know, another run through, uh, another chance. But but it's, I don't see my mind changing at all. Who? Sounds pretty good. All right, so that means we are at spoilers, correct? Yeah, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Okay, awesome. Spoilers. All right, make sure I make mark this off. All right, so where do you want to start? Yeah, uh, what did you like about this movie, Nick? Well, I liked magic. I liked magic a lot, and we're talking about the character. Uh, Il, Il, God, I've heard Ilana. Il Iliana Rasputin. Yes. yes, I liked her a lot. And that's what that kind of comes down. We'll talk about her a lot as we go through through these things. But her cannonball, especially his powers, I like the horror vibe, the uh, the twist that kind of comes with the movie. Hey, and all this. Cannonball. I'm sorry, Gloss. You liked him. You what did his he powers. do? His powers. He, he was just locked to a chain the whole time, bouncing around, breaking his own body. Like yeah, but they, the way they looked, the way, what way his powers work, they it, they made it look exactly how I'd want it to. Except they, they, no, actually, I didn't know how they were going to do it. I was thinking uh, this is this could be a part that's very cheesy, and it ended up looking more like kinetic energy than anything. Where in the cart in the in the comics, it's like he's got like a, he's like a rocket ship. How is that going to work in real life? I they made it. it work well. I thought the I think the powers suck. Uh, first of all, you know. Well, like he's a, supposed to be indestructible with those powers. Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's always like the same idea with like the Flash or Quicksilver and stuff. Like the same premise is around that. No, it's not the same premise. Have you ever watched Avengers of Age of Ultron? Yeah, they get shot. I know. I know. Yes, Quicksilver I, dies. Yes. In theory. Um, no, it's different. Uh, Cannonball is invincible. It's supposed it to be invincible. It just doesn't do it for me. Okay, it, it, it was presenting a bad argument, but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, fair, exactly. That's that's what we're all about: is good arguments versus bad. And but the horror vibe, I really thought. I think I think that was one of the things that saved this movie a little bit for me. I think it could have still been done a little bit better, but I like what they went for because those monsters that I, I forget their names, but that that magic dreams about or has, has dealt with from her childhood. Those guys were were terrifying. They were very strange. I like their their um their involvement in all this and the unknown throughout everything. When I talk about the twist, you we kind of know what's going on. Oh I, come on, the the twist? What? No. I mean, I I I I liked it. I thought it was well done. You you couldn't see that coming the whole time. You, I could, but I I just had doubts along the way. My question was though: Is it out of her control, or is she doing it deliberately? There were times well, where. I, well, she was doing it. She was doing it out of control. There's a whole theory, and of course, we're talking about Danny Moonstar and she, her ability to kind of uh, take everyone's worst fear and make that into uh, reality. But she was also able to manifest like this bear demon, which was ultimately the antagonist of this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but when during her conversations with Doctor Celia, uh, yeah, yeah, Celia, yeah, Reyes. Reyes uh, yeah. 
she dr reyes is saying that about rattlesnakes and mm -hmm. said so, you know why young rattlesnakes are more venomous than adults because they yeah. don't know how to control how much venom to release yet so that's the same thing like she doesn't like it's, it's essentially a puberty story yeah we're all yeah. Going through puberty trying to figure out their powers and some are at different rates than others it's the great it's a great coming of age movie yeah put put that on the the uh, the dvd yeah exactly dvd commentary what did so, you like about this okay like, so first of all um I, i'm a, i'm with you i i loved anya taylor joy's performance i thought she was uh, pretty magnetic on the screen and what was an otherwise like you know i just not interested in anything else i thought her performance was really good um of course as magic or as iliana rasputin um and i loved uh her you know kind of showing it that she went into limbo and everything like that at the end mm. and when kind of seeing her powers go full tilt um the location was in uh was filmed in massachusetts actually uh medfield state hospital where they filmed shutter island no way yeah very interesting stuff so i, I like that i thought that was kind of cool um yeah. and the other one was uh roberto da costa uh admitting in therapy that he gets too hot when he's horny <laughs> Haven't we all been there? I mean, that's the most relatable thing from this movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I mean, sunspot, and uh, I think he killed his girl. And this one, I, I think, his yeah, origin story is a little different. But he kills his uh, girlfriend via via sex, hot sex. Yeah, exactly. No, that was that was that's that I liked. And again, that's we're scary. that's horror right there, man. When we talk about the stuff that Mirage was able to see these characters, you know, go through, I thought the cannonball one was probably the worst. I mean, it just, it, yeah, it, it's, he goes there and he has to deal with that shit, but everybody else's issue came there and was in the facility. Yeah. I know he got sucked into the, the dryer or whatever, but it, it wasn't, it didn't feel this quite the same for me. Were you and ever scared by anything? The only jump scare that was possibly there was already showed in the previews with the smiley man. It wasn't that, um, yeah, but it's, I didn't expect to be, I didn't expect any jump scares in this. I guess I don't, there it's a horror certain, movie. what do you mean? What do you expect? It's PG 13. Is it not? The ring is PG 13 movie. Yeah. And I wasn't scared by the ring. There's plenty of jump scares in it, though. I mean, uh, sure, yeah, but I, I'm stunned that the ring was PG-13. I didn't realize that. That's remarkable. But are you sure? Are you sure it's not the Grudge yeah. that you're thinking of? Really? Even Jeez. still, another horror. Pick your horror movie. Yeah, yeah. the Grudge one's scary. No, but I, I, horror movies, you know. No, I didn't. I didn't expect it to be that scary. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I went into it thinking, yeah, it would be isn't like that a fail. Isn't that a failure? If like if that's one of the things you like, like the horror vibe. See, you know, it's a but. I like Constantine, right? He's supposed to have a horror vibe with his shit too, but he doesn't always scare me. But I still like that. Like I like that it's kind of scary, but not scary enough that it's going to give me friggin' nightmares because I get nightmares, Wes, from okay. this. No, shit. I, I, I'm not a horror person, so right. yeah, I, I hear you with that. Exactly. I do like um, horror. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't know. Go ahead. What didn't you like about this movie? Well, I mentioned three characters that I care about. I care about Cannonball as much as the, he wasn't. Cannonball was fine. Cannibal was like, his, his power. I really liked. I thought they did a great job with it um, and how it looked. But at the same time, he's supposed to be indestructible. I don't know why they made it where he's injured. Obviously, that's a deliberate thing that they're trying to tell us about. And I just don't quite get what it is. Uh, maybe it's because he's still going through puberty. But I would have liked them to use more of him. And I, and I forget what's that actor's name again? Um, Charlie Heaton. Charlie Heaton. Obviously, he's from Stranger, Stranger Things. Yeah. So I would I would like to see a little bit more of him. Magic was the best character in all of this. I yeah. would have loved to see more, more of her, more about her. She obviously was a, a very important character in all this, but I could have used less Wolfsbane and less 
mirage throughout all of this. So I, I just I really enjoyed uh, Maisie Williams in this. I thought she was good. Um, really? I thought, I thought Wolf's yeah yeah I, I liked her, but I think her <laughs> getting cast as Wolfsbane is like the dumbest thing ever because the Wolfsbane power is that he or she turns into a wolf and then and can also like use the best qualities of humans and wolves to to her like you know wield it whenever she has to. But she plays a fucking Stark on Game of Thrones. Where in the book she turns into a wolf, yep, and they never showed that in Game of Thrones. Do you, right. you know what I mean? Like that's almost like an F. Like you know, I don't know how I feel about that. If I like that or not, but I just feel like it's like the same exact character, just with like a scarier twist. I would think you would love that because it's like I, don't an know. F I, I didn't like it, but maybe now that I'm talking to Alan, like maybe that's like the type of spite. If it if it's a spite move, I'll say that. Okay, if this was a spite move, I like it. If not, uh, I, I take it or leave it. The moment where she's dealing with the priest, the, him showing back up again, where he brands her, I thought she was really good there. Outside of that, I don't know. I I didn't love her character, but I've never been I've never been kind of huge on Wolfsbane because she's basically a, a werewolf who's in control. Kind of cool, but eh. now Mirage. As much as I don't think she necessarily, I just I don't know. I, I I think her role in the movie was very was great, but I don't want her as my main character necessarily. I guess what it comes down to, but I guess you have to because her power is so significant. Uh, Magic was just electric on the screen, and I wanted more as much of her as possible, yeah. whether she was being an asshole or whether she was fighting. And when uh, and, and Sunspot is another character. I thought the way he was portrayed, fine, whatever. But he's a character who I want more of because yeah, he was I, actually in Days of Future Past. I like that one a little bit better. Although, uh, the, you know, I thought uh, Robert, you know, this this one was pretty good. It was, he was probably my third favorite of of the five. It was five characters. So Magic, Wolfsbane, Roberto, uh, uh, Sunspot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I, I don't. I think that Reyes was was brutal though. I but, but but what I was trying to get at was I want more Magic. I want more Sunspot, and I want more Cannonball. Less Reyes, less Wolfsbane. I, I guess you could keep Mirage the same because he's important, but even then, a little less wouldn't hurt. Again, you know, this is supposed to be this movie was supposed to be tied, so I'm not sure how much they cleaned up uh, to like take out any references from the MCU or X Men or anything. But this was like you, when you make fun of Deadpool for like, or when Deadpool makes fun of itself for mm. you know being x-men adjacent and making these loose references again these low bit characters like this was even worse like they make they, they the only allusion to the x-men is they say it a couple of times and then they like look at a wheelchair and give like a nod or something you know to like professor like they don't even really talk about like uh x-men all that much yeah they had a whole conversation about it what the hell are you talking about where they said who's her boss they're trying to figure out who what's what's her face is um who ray is his bosses and he's in a wheelchair and then he says who do you think you know bald all, all this stuff yeah but, they, it's they not, gonna be but, it's, but it's not though it's not and it's even better who it is Right, but again, it also doesn't touch on that as well. So again, we know that this is a standalone movie, and the fact that they tease Mister Sinister for the second straight movie, and and it's not going to go anywhere, um, is is awful. In fact, this kind of goes into something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I have a bunch of notes in here about like production issues, mm. and so this is um something I I picked up which which touches right on this, right? So okay. in addition to the reshoots, uh changing the tone of the film, they were also reportedly adjusting an antagonist subplot. 
Uh, the new P New Mutants was originally going to feature Essex Corporation, uh, which was forced first teased at the end of X-Men Apocalypse, leading to a post-credit scene featuring the surprise reveal of John Hamm as the villain Mr. Sinister. However, Fox decided against doing this uh, following the failure of Apocalypse, and so the reshoots would include a new post-credit scene including Antonio Banderas as Sunspot's father, Emmanuel DaCosta. Uh, Simon Kinberg later denied that an actor was ever cast as Mr. Sinister when he revealed that the character had been intended to be included in the canceled Gambit film. Oh, God, he sucks. The guy, they suck. I mean, sorry, they, 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 they Fox sucks. So isn't that, like, it's a complete mishandling of it. And again, like, those would be some of the aspects that I would love further explored. Like, I want to know who she's talking. You don't have any sort of like idea of who her boss is other than messages through a computer that gets sent, you know, seemingly anonymously. Yep. It took a long time to figure out that it was Essex Corp, but I love that. And that's, that would have been the ultimate villain. Like, like, do I care about a demon bear? Not really. And I don't care enough about Danny Moonstar or, uh, no. you know, whatever her name is, Mirage, um, to, to really like feel invested into that story. Because, again, at 90 minutes, this moves at, at a breakneck speed. And you can tell that they're, where they were cutting or where there were things that kind of jumped to that didn't really – like I couldn't I, – I wasn't sold. I just wasn't yeah. – I didn't buy into it. It would have – yeah. They, they, this – knowing that there was this bigger plan from for using Mr. Sinister – they, I, I think that they had a halfway decent idea brewing, but they let Apocalypse ruin all of it, which sucks. I mean, yeah. And, and just to follow up the John Hamm thing, too, I mean, James, Mac James McAvoy's Professor X and Alexandra Ship's Storm were both supposed to be involved in the movie, but they were written out. So that would have at least been, you got, you know, it's not like the joke like Deadpool is at that point where you have Colossus and, you know, Negasonic Teenage Warhead or whatever her name is. Uh, you know, you have actual players that were going to be key, key figures supposedly moving forward. Unbelievable. This is the. Oh, like, but like, why not I, use them? That's, like, that's a great villain. Like that's a great villain, and then you're immediately pulling in those uh, X Men fans who may not be familiar with these characters, like you or I, per se. Right, I, but that's why all things considered, after two years of delays or whatever it was, that's why I don't. When I see the final product, I know all this bullshit went on. It's like. Okay, it's fine. Like I, I, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be because it just it seemed like everything that could have gone wrong with this movie did. And, and you have and you're dealing with characters who, yeah, people know mutants, but most people don't know Cannonball. Most some people might know Sunspot. Some, but Magic's the only one who's even remotely well known. I would say to the average person who didn't watch shows or reading the comics. And even then, you know, I mean, I don't know if we see her in any of the shows. So it's just it's it's tough. It's, it, it makes it a harder sell considering all that, that's why it's like, okay, I, I'm fine with giving, putting this in the sixties, but, uh, this movie or dark Phoenix. I think this movie, really this movie or X-Men apocalypse, X-Men apocalypse, this Michael movie Fassbender or, uh, the last stand. Um, that's a tough one because I like Colossus and Wolverine a lot. I think that is um, this is better though. This is I think this is a better movie. I, it's weird. I think this is a better movie, but I could see myself watching the other one first because of some of the actors in there. 
Yes, yeah, I don't think this is better than anything. Like even the the Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie, the first one, right with Leo Schreiber. I, I think I might take this one, that one over New Mutants. You know what? It's at the bottom of the barrel. Hot take, maybe on this. I don't hate that movie, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, they screw it up and everything, but it's like we've seen with so many things that now it just gets interpreted interpreted in their own way. The boys, for example, I was worried about reading the book beforehand so that way things don't get spoiled for me. There are some things that are similar, um, but by and large, there are, there are a lot of differences. Like they, they, it's on the same line, but then like one thing goes to the right and the other goes to the left for, when it pertains to like book and um, in the comic, I mean in the show. So mm-hmm. I, I don't mind some changes once in a while, and I get it. Wolverine, there's like it's it's one of those movies where it's just all action explosions, it's like a Michael Bay movie, except without robots. Fine, but I do not hate it like everybody else does. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I would watch that over over this right now. And, and yeah, although Gambit, that shit pisses me off. Freaking. I thought you would like that when I saw that in the. That's like a nice little like twist of the knife at the end. Yep. All uh, everything Gambit that they've done it with Fox. It's just what yeah. what the fuck. Yeah, Seriously. I know. Right, well, it's good. It, get get it out of the hand. So you know you knew it was going to be a flop no matter what. So maybe now you can kind of get an MCU version of Gambit. Uh, in some I don't form. love the idea of Channing Tatum. I really don't. Well, I don't think – I think he's aging out. I think they're going to go with – you know, I, I don't think that idea yeah, is going to happen anymore. Good. Good. Uh, that's just my opinion. But, you know, like the other thing, like, again, it, they just spend so much time in therapy. Like it, this idea that you have such a enclosed literally because they're, they're trapped, right? That's kind of one of the, the reveals is that uh, Dr. Reyes, her power, she can create these force fields around everything. So that's why they can't leave despite – uh, you know, these guys' superpowers, but you know, again, like these guys, like they're angry, they're trapped, they're easily overmatched. I mean, Dr. Reyes is the only person in this hospital, right? I mean, True. where's anyone else in this? Uh, why can't they all and they have free reign? It's not like they're like shackled down, they have free reign around the, the field, the campus, so to speak. Um, so why don't they just team together, kill you know, Dr. Reyes? When she dies, the spe- you know the the force field's got to come down. Then they just go about their lives. Like, where's the oversight on this? We saw the uh, it, towards the end why it happened because she, her force field work is why, un- why didn't they do this earlier? I don't know. Maybe they because th- you know what they probably thought for a time. Some of them did at least that they were actually going to move on to something legitimate, something like the X Men. That's what it came down to. The yeah. kids, they're kids. Um, it happens. So let me ask you, did you have a favorite scene in the movie? So my favorite scene was um, uh, Magic or, or Ileana, Ileana Rasputin. I'll say I'll get that right one of these times. Uh, going into limbo and, and fighting the demon bear. And you kind of see her eyes go in her arm. Like I love the idea of the sword kind of turning into her arm. She's got this little puppet, like hand puppet, that turns mm-hmm. into her dragon in limbo. Uh, yeah. which is like fire breathing dragon sort of thing. So that, I, I kind of like that. I thought that was a really cool thing. When, you know, I don't think there's ever been a magic in Colossus comic, but I'll tell you what, I would read that because there are, there are, there are some, maybe that's something we could do someday. Superhero sibling rankings, because those two or mm. pairings we want to see down the road in movies or shows, those two friggin' kick ass well maybe and, that would be a uh, like national sibling day like you know one of those like fake holidays we could think about it for that yeah definitely because they, they're an awesome one i mean just on their powers alone they mm-hmm. they both have the, the thick rock, russian accents and everything i really enjoy 
Um, I really enjoyed her character. I, I, and she's a little bit angrier than I remember her being in the books. Not that I've read her stuff a ton, but I don't remember her being this angry. And she um, was still her powers, her arm, the, the sword, all that. I thought they did a really good job with that. The eyes fine you know it's not like it doesn't like like it doesn't move for that it's the arm and the sword yeah right now now and uh when we did x-men versus avengers wasn't she a major player with that with with colossus in there or not am i mistaken i thought colossus had a, a relationship with someone like I, i'm kind of blanking on it yeah they, i think she was a major player in that and i just want I, they were both you know what it was they were both uh they both had the phoenix uh force. that's right yeah that's what it was yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly so yeah they, if you guys want to go back and listen to that episode we did that earlier in the pandemic uh x-men versus avengers mm -hmm. the comic book series someone was actually asking us to do that on tldr and it's like it's on the channel it's on the hey, channel, go, on yeah, channel. Go, go and check it out but i would love to hear uh you and daco about it too so so yeah. please by all means Maybe we'll see. I don't want to double dip on the on, on things, but yeah. But when I said before that like it, Pants Ted City might have moved twice, the first time we see her reveal the sword and yeah, oh and yeah, that was awesome. And then the my favorite scene is the same favorite scene, George, when she goes off after the bear. You know, at first it's like we, we've yeah, you know, it's been the movie's been good, and now they're gonna try and you know win it and really like win you over with the action and like make you forget about any you know mistakes they may have had. And I was like. Oh shit! You know what? Actually, this is pretty freaking good. I think they did a good job with her. So I, I, was I just like you know we talk about the suspension of disbelief when it comes to these movies all the time, and I just had a really difficult time with a large bear being the bad guy in this movie. I can understand that. <laughs> it's a big bear. I mean, I guess that's why I also liked uh, the Reverend. You know, maybe this is kind of like the same movie. Is this is this oh. the Reverend in the MCU or or the X Men universe? Uh, or Leonardo DiCaprio, Danny Moonstar, one and the same. Is that the same bear from the Reverend? Oh, that's a good point. Really pissed off bear grew, you know, all that exactly. eating off all that fear. I think that was the idea, right? Exactly. And maybe this was like a, um, not a, maybe a prologue and that, and that's where the bear ends up going off to as it goes after Leonardo right. DiCaprio's character. He's angry. Yeah. It's got a pent up aggression. I can, I can see that. I like that. We, we just connected it. Bam. Right. Exactly. So it's in a universe. I like What that. does it all mean though? Wes? We figured it out. We got it. We got there. Do you we have right questions? around it and we were landing down? Do you have questions for the filmmakers or anybody else about this movie? Uh, no. So I think we, we kind of covered all of this, um, you know, just throughout the course of our conversation. Uh, so I think I'm good. I, I feel good about it. Were there any good pr other production issues that, that you found throughout this? Cause you're always got, you always got your inter internet sleuth hat on. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the project was a uh, quote. Uh, Boone was quoted as saying the project aimed for more of a Stephen King meets John Hughes style horror movie. Uh, hmm. I think it fell short of Stephen King and John Hughes. Yeah, I think it felt. Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, again, I can see what they were going with the Breakfast Club vibe and like that. The five. Like, I see what they're trying to go. It just that's it, a bad attempt. Yeah, honest to God, it's like the the when I look at my grading on this, so much of it is is dependent on magic and her role in this movie, and it shouldn't happen. I mean, and that's when I look at any any some of these other movies, most of them, the the bad ones with Fox, where I like I don't hate it. It's all like the reason I don't hate it is because of one actor's portrayal, and that's it. I mean, when we talk about Wolverine, everybody likes Wolverine still, yeah. but they hate a lot of people don't like the origins movie. They don't hate it, they, 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 but they still like Hugh Jackman, right? They still think he does a good Wolverine because he still does the character justice. Just they screwed up a lot of other shit and people cannot look past it. So it, yeah. that's, you know. 
Well, I was going to say, and a couple more screw ups that there were here, just to, to put a bow on, is you know throughout the development of this film, the script evolved from a quote full horror film that Boone and Lee initially wanted to make, and which oh. Fox was initially resistant to, to compar- to a compromised version without excessive blood and scares and a more young adult focus, which is kind of what the end result was. Right, and that ultimately tested well among uh, t- initial testing groups. I'll tell you what, but then hold on. But then the studio cut a, cut a trailer that played up the horror elements that they were supposedly downplaying to the tested audience uh, to make it appear more like a full on horror movie. That was kind of the vibe, right? That was, this is like you know the first horror movie that's going to be um, that that Boone initially attended, and that was also a big hit. So there was all these conflicting ideas that were kind of converging. On top of the fact that they were doing reshoots, they pushed it back to like not go up against Deadpool, and then again not against uh, uh, Dark Phoenix, um, which you know Deadpool two I understand, Dark Phoenix you know that should kind of be able to hold its own, especially yeah. I, I guess they're not like sequels or anything; they're not really right. connected. But do oh my god, I just lost my train of thought on what you were. <laughs> oh my god, that is so frustrating. That's not the you know, I think that's just tough when you get told one thing and then it comes out and there just seem to be a lot of oh. miscommunications and like dis- disconnected. I could see how this will do well because PG-13, I could see how it does well with that maybe 19, but definitely 18 to you know, 13, 12-year-old range because again, it's not, it's something that's like Oh, it's kind of creepy, but it's not that scary. You'll feel like, yeah. oh man, I, I was able to watch this, and in there are like the, I could see that the, those those monsters from Ilyana's dreams and, and past experience. I can see that scaring the shit out of kids. It would have scared the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, yeah. If I'm a young teenager, I can see this being like a good um, introduction to horror movie to kind of like go off in the, in the shallow end and make your way out there. Um, exactly. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Sure. Yeah. So it may it may for another generation. We talk about how we don't get young kids. I could see this maybe maybe in like 10, 15 years or something like that. They're like, oh, yeah, I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Like the people right. who are our age now maybe say that. But yeah. anyways, anything else on this movie? I uh, know. I think I'm good. I think I'm all set on it. You know, just enjoy it on Disney Plus uh, when it comes out in like a month. or okay. I, I don't think it's going to be in theaters for long. Let's head on over to the quarantine corner. What do you yeah. got for me, Wes? All right, so I had a golf update, a little bit of a birthday weekend here. You know, I turned 33 this weekend, uh, so I, I'm officially in my Jesus year. I'm hoping to That's ascend to greater uh, and bigger things. Uh, friend, happy year. belated birthday. I apologize for not starting the show you. off with that. Thank you very much. Well, you know, that's because you're a bad friend. Uh, but moving forward, I had a go- golf update. I played Falmouth Country Club with my father and my father-in-law, so that was a nice round. I uh, played much better than I thought. You know, still, I, I have a breakdown in like between holes eight and 12 and i usually start strong and i I finish strong but it's that middle part where i just kind of that's like you know the dog days of summer for me in a golf round so that's tough but did you see that crazy putt from those two crazy putts from the tournament this weekend i don't really watch golf oh i think you might enjoy it no i do i do i just never really like seek it out Dustin, okay, look it up after we do this. Dustin Johnson hit a crazy putt, forced a playoff on the 18th hole from making that putt. Then there was another crazy, the guy who he forced a playoff against, I forget who it is. He made an even crazier putt to end up winning the hole in the, in the playoff. It was freaking outstanding. It would tell you know, sports center, that golf doesn't make sports center top 10 plays. And that was two and one. Freaking oh, outrageous. Next like level that. shit. Like next okay. level, next level shit. 
Well, you're going to have to uh, bring that that game with us when we do our Dorkshire Gooniverse uh, golf outing, which seems to be coming to fruition quicker than our basketball uh, two on two tournament. Shocker. Golf, I feel like it's more of an every man's game, right? Basketball, mm-hmm. you know, you, you weed out the uh, the unathletic types or the unconditioned types pretty quick. Who's going to be your partner in that? Because you've quickly kicked me out of our partnership. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. We'll fit, maybe we'll draw straws. I don't know how how this is going to work, but. Uh, mm-hmm. It should be fun, yeah. Maybe yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good yeah, time. yeah, that'll be that'll be a good time. I and mean, I've been eating good in the neighborhood. That's I've I've gone out to eat like three times this weekend, of course. But you know, once with my mom, once with my dad, once with the wife. Uh, so you know, I've been been eating good. Yeah, once with your friends too, or or no, no, nah, nah, good. I don't have any friends. Oh, uh, oh, you know, you know they, they forget it. Uh, you know, uh, when I give them a great opportunity to at the top of the show, right? You know, they take that opportunity. Did, did you did you soft toss something for me to say happy say happy birthday at the beginning of the show? Uh we know. I'll, I'll just leave it open for you. I don't know. Maybe hmm. you can go back and listen. I don't know. Oh, it may or may not have I'm asked not you. I either I, I don't really care. You know, it's, it's no big deal. I, I really, it's not a big deal. Right? No, um, I don't. Not. Yeah, no, it's not at all. I don't care. No. Hey, has anybody told you that you're old yet? Anyways, uh, Santa Clarita uh-huh. Diet um, is on Netflix, and I, I feel like this has been on for a little bit. I think it's like its third season, three seasons. Somebody mm-hmm. told me to watch this because it's a horror comedy. It has Drew Barrymore, and I've, I started the first episode. I will finish it as a courtesy, but I have not enjoyed the experience so far through the first, like, I think it's a 30-minute episode. I think I watched the first 15 minutes, and – I think it's terrible so far. I don't recommend yeah. it to anybody. As a quick little synopsis, this is on Wikipedia. I don't even want to go to IMDb for it. Santa Clarita Diet is an American horror uh, horror comedy web television. Oh, this is not the synopsis. See, that's a little research I didn't just because it sucks. Isn't uh, what's her name uh, from Anchorman? And um, isn't she in the uh, the blonde right from Anchorman? Yeah, um, Christina Applegate. Yeah, is she in that? I don't think she's in it. Is she in it? Maybe she is new. Uh, I don't uh, know. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. That's a Netflix show, isn't it? It's a Netflix show. It's three ep- three seasons. Uh, hmm. No, it's Timothy Oliphant though, who I li- I like him. Oh, okay. But he's but I'm watching the first episode and his acting. He's like laughing. It's like I'm watching Jerry Seinfeld act. It's 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 embarrassing. Is it like, who? What happened to Timothy Oliphant? What's the deal with these diets? Uh. And also this weekend I had my first fantasy football draft. I have two leagues that I'm in. This is with guys from like my like high school. If you guys are mm-hmm. years older, guys around my same age, and it's an in-person draft. So those you know going to last a little longer. It's fun. But holy shit, I like those. Yeah, it's but a good time. It's all day. Yeah, it takes up a lot of time. I, I started know. at six thirty on Sunday, and I didn't get home till ten forty-five. And the guy lives in the same town as me. It was brutal. I mean, I had a fun time, but there's just one. Like you know what? There in a, in sports, right? You can't blame a loss on one person or one play or even two plays, right? In the mm-hmm. course of the day, it's, it's a team loss. Right? You should have done more. This went an hour longer than it should have gone because of one specific person. It just uses up like all of the five minute time or whatever the yes. uh, the time allotment is. Yes, it, it, we don't sit. Well, the other problem is we don't have a clock on this, which is outrageous. Oh well, that's that's okay. Well, that's on the commissioner's problem then. You got to take that up with the commish. Everybody else is fine for the most part. We all have like one or two rounds where we screw it up a little bit. That's fine. You know, guys drop the ball, but this guy was perpetually a problem even in the first friggin' round. So I got no time oh, for that. I hope he loses. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. I have the other one, so I can win the other one. So there you go. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Good stuff. 
What else is going on this week in the hashtag dork shared universe? Yeah. So uh, again, this is, this is the content factory, you know, a- AKA the dork shared universe uh, Facebook page. So keep, keep an eye out for that. Keep your peepers popped for that. If you will, uh, always stuff going up there, but this week, I believe tonight, uh, hashtag dork is doing, this is an interesting topic, man versus snake, the long and twisted tale of the nibbler. Ooh, uh, is this a porno? It might be. It might be. I think there'd be a little more innuendos in there, though, don't you think? Or is it a long and twisted tale of the nibbler? I don't know, man. That's that's about as on the nose as it can get in my book. Okay, so then, man, man versus, versus snake. snake. Is this? Does that make so? It's about a guy versus. Is it a guy versus a penis and it's his own? Well, maybe. Penis? Well, maybe it's like it's so big, it's a burden for him. Like he has to walk around with a wheelbarrow and carry it around. Okay, um, you, know, you can't go into elevators. Um, you know, it's probably tough to go, su- you know, go to the supermarket if you have a wheelbarrow, you know, holding your dick. How are you going to push your cart and the wheelbarrow at the same time? A lot of different problems. Uh, I'm actually, for one, very interested. I am too. Who faces very similar problems on a day-to-day basis. Is your but okay? Would you call? But if you have so, assuming you, you're telling the truth and you have that problem, would you call your penis the nibbler? Uh, well, you know, maybe it's like an ironic name, like Tiny, like a big guy named Tiny, <laughs> like that. You know. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. I, that I that I can understand a little bit more. Mac and Goo are they doing their Mac and Goo vault and talking about Inception? Right. Yeah. So I think that's 2011 movies. I could be wrong, uh, but I think that's the 2011 movie winner from the Mac and Goo vault. Uh, so they'll be diving back into that to give that a good review. I'm surprised and, that they didn't do. But before you go into PCP, I'm yeah. surprised that at least Goo didn't go and see New Mutants. I figured. Well, he has a kid now too. He's a kid. Yeah. So I think I think Tenet though. I think that's the one that they were going to go see, or or you know, if they were going to go see a movie in theaters that would be the one i, I don't necessarily fault him after uh watching a stolen copy uh, well yeah mac wasn't gonna see this because he probably knew it was bad going in just right. like with hellboy and he was you know i i didn't hate hellboy like everybody else did but i definitely would not recommend that to a single soul because it's just you have to have read the book to enjoy it and that is a terrible way to make a movie i think yeah what is pcp doing this week uh, i believe they're doing the review of the movie aliens uh the sequel to the movie alien which Mac and Goo did, right? Oh, I, I guess maybe, uh, maybe they're just stealing. Yeah, who knows? That is yeah, some synergy right there. Yeah, that is some serious synergy right there. I like that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good. We're all about stealing things here. Yeah, there's beg, beg, borrow, steal. Nope. Yeah, ex- no, right? exactly. Take you guys, and if they want, I mean, are people okay to you? Beg, borrow, and steal. Are, are you? So does that mean you're giving everybody permission to use your seven deadly sins of cinema? Yeah, that's up there. Yeah, it's good. But, you know, just give me some credit first, you know. Okay, definitely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, again, TLDR this week, I think Doc is talking about a DC book, definitely one of the big two. I'm going to have an indie book for you guys. They're a pretty big event that there's there's a follow-up to that event going on right now, and that's why I wanted to touch on it for you guys. I've definitely mentioned it on this show in the past before, and I'll tell you this, at least it's a Boom Studios book. Maybe Boom. you can figure, Yeah, maybe you can figure it out from there. We'll be live on Thursday at 8 on Doc's. Yes. Uh, t- Twitch stream, and then of course on the hashtag Dork Shared Universe Facebook page, and then we will have the audio here on the Change My Mind audio channel. Wes, yeah. TBD for next week? Yeah, perhaps. I think we got some ideas to work with now, though. We have a couple things in the work that we can play around with, but uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll keep the uh, keep the peepers popped. Definitely. All right. So until then, yeah, same bad time, same bad place as always. Mm-hmm.